Hey guys, welcome back to Three Terrible Gamers Podcast. This is episode 66, and I'm here with Colin. Hey guys. Feels good to be back. Uh, probably be a little rusty, at least I will be, so uh, we'll go ahead and jump into it. These are topics that were left over from our last episode a couple weeks ago now, but uh, 505 Games Layoffs. Uh, yeah, another gaming company blaming the player base for their company decisions. <laughs> uh, their layoffs came due to their consumer base supposedly just wanting sequels and not actual new titles or whatever they 505 Games had planned for them. So, did again, screw 505 Games because why blame your consumer base? If you're, you know, your consumers want sequels, give them sequels. Don't, right. you know, don't have to lay off nobody for it because the more people we have working on those sequels, the better. But, you know, who am I? Right. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we've been seeing a lot of this and we've been co- we've been covering a bunch of them. Bungie was the other one that blamed players for not playing Destiny 2 anymore when they're the ones that made it free. But, um, yeah, so it says... Congregate and Digital Bros Entertainment, which owns 505 Games, laid off employees a couple weeks ago. The video games industry's string of layoffs continues. Digital Bros Entertainment and Congregate have both announced job cuts. Digital Bros, which owns Control Publisher, 505 Games, and other studios, is laying off 30% of its workforce, roughly 130 people. As part of an organization organization review, it announced Tuesday, a couple weeks ago, like once again. The job losses will largely impact Digital Bros Studios, according to a news release beyond 505 Games Digital Bros. So, I mean, seeing a lot of layoffs in the gaming, which I kind of don't get in a way because gaming's kind of a big deal right now. Like, there's so many games coming out and they're doing pretty well. So, I'm kind of not really understanding the layoff situation. Why there's so many people getting laid off unless those games are releasing and they don't need them anymore and then they're laying them off after they're done you know releasing a game which kind of sucky on the the i mean the company's part on that on that side of it yeah but they have to place their blame somewhere over themselves i mean it's our fault you know that as the consumer it's our fault that they're laying people off it's not their fault yeah, it's our fault because, you know, may as well blame people who's going to pay for your games. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Make them mad at you and, you know, they won't buy any of your games and you'll have to end up going bankrupt at that point. We're not saying uh, completely listen to us, but this is definitely news and, I mean, we caught, we caught them. It's grown. That's how I see it. Screw 505. They're going to blame you anyway. That's right. Screw Bungie too. They're owned by Sony now, so you know they're... No, I'm not going to get into that. But, uh... Different topic. Yeah. Moving on. Xbox gives fans a chance to win a Bluey custom Xbox Series X. Yeah, that's a thing I can get behind. Yeah. I, I looked at it, actually. It's, I mean, it's Bluey. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Kind of hard to get around on that. Yeah, uh, yeah Xbox. They it's been out for a couple of weeks now, but it's still relevant. 
and the time this episode releases, you have until I believe Thursday. So you got two days to register at OnlyFans, and it's simple. You just got to go on X, obviously formerly Twitter, and you just have to go on the Xbox thing and repost that thing with it. So if you have a Twitter account, you can enter for your chance to win on by December thirteenth, and hopefully win a bully console out of it. Well, they're only doing one, so yeah. I mean. Chances chance are aren't very high, but you might you might be the no. lucky winner. I don't I'm have a Twitter, there. so I don't, I'm not planning on doing it. But uh, so yeah, it says we're thrilled to introduce a custom bluey themed Xbox Series X console. The Xbox Series X console's vibrant color and design exude Bluey's high energy and lovable personality. The complimentary controller also features Bluey's sister, Bingo. I actually like the controller better than I do the console itself. But, um, what'd you say? I said I'll agree. Yeah, okay, yeah. It says, Adventure awaits as you now have a chance to win this console and controller by following Xbox and retweeting the Xbox Sweepstakes tweet. The action begins, it was a couple weeks ago, and wraps up on December 13th, it says. For further details, check out the official Sweepstakes terms and conditions. But the fun doesn't just stop there. Starting today, like two weeks ago, Kids and families can join in on all the fun with Bluey and her family firsthand in Bluey the video game. The highly anticipated video game is set to release on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. So yeah, there's a Bluey video game as well. I looked at the trailer. I mean, it seems okay. I mean, it, it seems like it takes part from a couple of Bluey episodes and turns them into actual gameplay. Yeah, I've seen a few gameplay like people actually play in the game and stuff it i mean seems like a kids video game I yeah it's not wrong for it if you got kids i know i'm going to wind up getting it yeah i thought about getting it for my son as well but uh yeah so bluey xbox series x and Bluey the video game um i guess it would have been a good thing to have uh the bluey metacritic score but i don't have that um oh okay. Colin's going to do it, do it live. Right here. <laughs> Switching my phone around if you're watching live. I mean, the pe- I mean it might be trip. interesting to see some bluey speedruns on Twitch or something. Yeah. See, that speedrun community. Yeah. I mean, they'll speedrun anything, so I'm sure it'll be a thing, or if it's not already. Um, my guess, my guess for the bluey is probably like a seventy. Oh, you are way off. Am I? It is a Metacritic must play. What? No, I'm joking. It's a fifty-six. Holy crap! Six credit reviews. How many? Six oh, credit reviews. Oh, I figured it'd be more than that. Okay, I mean. A 53, but you got to remember it's geared towards kids. So these critics, I'm sure, were not kids. So, since you technically have to be 18 to be a critic on there, it's not verified 18, but you do have to put your birthday 18. Right. So yeah, I mean, take it. I mean, yeah, it's probably not a best the best game to play if you're an adult listening to this podcast. Which, I mean, most of our listeners are in the 20s or older. So, um. It might not be for you, but if you have kids, it, it'll be for them. So, uh, just buy it for them, I guess. That's what I'm going to do. 
mean, I looked at the trailers. It probably would. I mean, I didn't think it was anything I would be interested in, but. Yeah, but I mean, it is four players. And like I said, if you've got a family yeah. of four, you can, you know, everybody can play at the same time. Right. Yeah. I think they had like the balloon game, keep you up here or whatever in it and stuff like that. Just, I don't yeah. know. Just random games throughout the series because you know they have a ton of games they play on every episode so from what i mean to me how it looked visually was kind of going back to like the rugrats game on the gamecube so i actually enjoyed that but i was also like five or six when i played it so yeah yeah (laughs) if i played it now i don't know if i'd like it or not I think I remember you saying you didn't actually like it that much. I didn't as a kid, but I mean, it's. I've always liked the same type of video games. Yeah. You know, so for me, that just was never in my thing of video games I like playing, like style play. Right. All right. So uh, the next topic, we've mentioned it before as being a rumor, but it has been a officially revealed and gave it a release date so the last of us 2 remastered release date yeah it yeah it's last of us 2 but why it's not even been out for a complete four years by the time it's getting remastered but the official date which is the topic point is january 19th of 2024 is when the release date is going to be for the remastered version i understand that the ps5 wasn't quite out yet whenever it got released and i understand that's probably why they're going for it but at I the mean, same time it's not like too far out graphically does it really need a remaster just port it over that's what i'm saying i think i mean there's not been any mention of a pc report yet but they're probably remastering it to get the graphics up to standard on pc so they'll release it in a year or two you know, because usually they release their game exclusively on the PS5 for a year or two, and then they bring over the PC port. So it's probably what they're going for. But, like I said, there's no actual official mention of a PC version yet. I mean, they ported over so Last of Us Part 1, so I don't know why they wouldn't do Part 2. Yeah. I mean, I think their in-game on this is to potentially get enough money and funding ready for last of us free in the future yeah uh i mean they're good games i mean i i played a ton of the last of us part one on pc on steam and it's it's really fun you know watch the tv series and stuff they're good games they'll sell well i think it's just too early for a remaster unless like i said they're just gearing up for a pc port yeah, because like I said, four years is way too... Not even four years, because it was mid-2020. Yeah. And it's very early. I mean, a couple day, couple weeks in the 2024. Well, I mean, they done that. I mean, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, they said they was going to remaster it. It's not that old either. I mean, it's older than Last of Us Part Two, but it's not that old either. And there was rumors, I don't know, we covered it several months ago, that there was a remastered of it leaked. So, I don't know what Sony's really doing with their remasters. They should be remastering older games. Like the older, like God of Wars or something. Yeah. 
I mean, but this, like I said, this one's not a leak. It's a true. It's a, it's I mean, a, it's it's a fact. Happen. There ain't no chances it is going to happen. Yeah. On January 19th. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go ahead and read the article. Um, shortly after a leak confirmed its existence, Naughty Dog officially revealed The Last of Us Part Two remastered for PS5. Confirming the release date as well, January 19th, as Colin said. Notably, those who already own The Last of Us Part 2 on PS4 will be able to upgrade to a digital version of The Last of Us Part 2 remastered on PS5 for 10 US dollars. Save files will also be able to be imported into Part 2 remastered. However, Naughty Dog clarified that upgrades for disc copies of the PS4 version are only available if you have a PS5 with a disc drive. Owners of PS4 disc copies must insert them into the PS5 every time they want to download or play the PS5 digital version. Naughty Dog's blog post explains there's no mention of a PC version of the remaster at this time. I mean, they're making sure you don't, you know, skip out on or whatever. They're, they're making sure you have the disc in if you have the physical version. Even if you buy the digital version of the PS5 version, you have to have the disc version of the PS4 version. That's going to confuse the crap out of people. It's Sony, Tell I mean, you it's just Sony. You don't want to do backwards compatible. We'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it, Sony. Like, why do you have to make this so complicated? There's simpler ways to do this you're best of us to remaster for the playstation portal yeah <laughs> sony man i mean you make good games but man you are so weird <laughs> I, I don't get it so yeah you if you get the ps5 digital version of remastered and you only want to get it for ten dollars and you want to play it you have to use your PS4 disc in your PS5, even though PS4 discs aren't backward compatible on PS5s. This one will be to make sure that they know you purchased it. So it's not actually going to be running off your disc. It's just going to show that you own the game. Every single time you want to play it, you have to insert this PS4 disc into your PS5. It's not actually going to read your disc. It's just going to make sure you own the game. So if you got that friend that just lost her copy and you just want to just throw it in, get save ten dollars, or just spend ten dollars for a brand new game at that point, you're good. But your friend probably knows what her Last of Us Two copy is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just Sony man, you are so weird. I know Nintendo's weird, and we've said that a thousand times on here, but Sony's just lately they have been making some weird decisions. They make, like I said, they, they, they make good games, but they make sure to make something weird and confusing if they can. Alright, moving on. Crash Team Rumble is adding in another iconic character. Uh, yeah, thank you for your help the everyday Ashens. Oh. I managed to lose this topic somewhere in the thing of it. No problem. But... I really found it right when you texted me who it was. Like I said, I could not find it. And like I said, these things, and Ashton said at the beginning of his podcast, these things are a couple of weeks old because they're still all relevant. Yeah. It's They've been buried by other things. news since then. Yeah. 
but they've been buried yeah since we chose them a couple weeks ago and so crash team rumble which is their version of smash brothers is a uh spyro's coming out of all the people to do it they're finally again their crossover in the past 20 years yeah uh and he is coming on december 7th so wait did i just have my dates backwards for october december 13th for the buoy thing and yeah. i said that was next week so it would be the week after next for the bluey thing, bluey thing. and then time of recording this is five days from now yeah so what do we no this would be yeah this would be two days from the time it releases so i got bluey yeah. mixed up with this one right yep uh so my bad on that one guys but yeah on so december 7th i think season three of crash team rumble starts and that's when spyro is going to be released with this one yep um character yep so it says according to a recent announcement beloved playstation icon spyro the dragon is joining the playable roster in crash team rumble crash team rumble season three will reunite crash bandicoot and spyro the dragon two iconic playstation mascots when it launches on december 7th the game is an online 4v4 multiplayer platformer where players collect wumpa fruit and use special abilities fans are excited about the team up and have noticed the presence of other characters and references from the spyro franchise in season three artwork so that's a good thing um you know, obviously, Crash and, Cryo, Crash and Spyro carried PlayStation back in the day. I mean, they had a lot of good games on the PlayStation 1. I'm not going to say they completely carried them, but they were the two, obviously, famous mascots for the PlayStation 1. Uh, so not it's, there anymore. Huh? <laughs> not anymore. Nope, now they're Xboxes, technically. Um, which is crazy. It come first full circle that way. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool to see them crossover. They've had several crossovers in the past. Two that really come to mind are uh, on the Game Boy Advance. There was two games where they crossed over. Pretty fun. But, yeah, I mean, when you th usually when you think of one, you think of the other. It's somewhere in your mind. So it's good to see them come back and apparently fight it out one more time. So, yeah, good. I mean, they... As big as that was back in the early 2000s when we was kids, I remember when they had the Half Mill series with those two. Yeah, yeah. So, like, every single time you think of one, usually you think of the other. I'm waiting on Spyro 4, which was leaked a rumor a couple weeks ago, or about a month ago. We talked about it, but they have Crash 4, so Spyro 4 better be a real thing. Crash it's only fair now. Right, you have to. And Xbox is taking over Activision. Be a good idea for them to do that. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their 6th year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff. 
just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Alright, um, we are finally on this week's topics. The Xbox app has a new compact mode for Windows handhelds, like the ROG Ally or the Lenovo Legion Go. Yeah, the new compact mode, in air quotes, uh... That makes the Xbox PC app a little bit easier to use in the handheld gaming PCs is available now for download. The company has been testing the compact mode, but thanks to an update to the Xbox PC app, you can now try it for yourself according to the Xbox Wire blog post. So don't have a gaming PC, so or a compact one anyways at that. So for me I don't really know. I'm sure Ashton's already tried it uh, at time of recording. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's not much of a difference that I can tell. I mean, it says the big change for compact mode is that the sidebar collapses down into icons, meaning that the sidebar takes up less real estate. The new mode should work well on devices like Asus RG Ally and Lenovo's Legion Go, like I already said. <laughs> Uh, and Microsoft says that it's working with Asus and other manufacturers to ensure that compact mode is enabled by default on your handheld devices. So, like I said, there is a slight difference, but it's nothing mind-blowing or, you know, it's going to make your everything so much easier. It's just, it's still, still Windows on a handheld, so it's not much difference. Um... I mean, I'm happy that Microsoft and Xbox is acknowledging that these handhelds are actually a thing. What I'm waiting on is an actual Windows handheld mode, like not just the Xbox app, but the entire Windows operating system to be friendly with a handheld. That way you don't have to use a mouse. Because these machines have built-in mouse key mapping, like on the ROG Ally, the right stick can be used as a mouse if you want it to be so that does help but if they make an actual microsoft windows handheld mode that won't be necessary if that way you can just use the left stick or whatever to navigate instead of have to use the mouse so maybe in the future they'll do something like that hopefully since they're actually acknowledging that these things are a thing and making the xbox app a little easier to work with Alright, we will move on. GTA Trilogy coming to Netflix, but not in the way that you think it will. Uh, yeah, I hope I got the way I don't think it will, but... Uh, <laughs> Netflix is bringing a tri the trio to mobile, of mobile Grand Theft Auto 
games to the users to launch. I got this off the website. Don't even remember what website it was. I usually just paraphrase everything, but it was just simpler to do right. everything this way this time. So don't give me for plagiarism. Uh, I put the sources of my stuff in there anyway, so good. Game City users with the launch of the Grand Theft Auto Patriology Definitive Edition on December 14th. A free game that would... The game will arrive as Netflix looks to boost its slow-growing video game business while hype grows for the next GTA installment, Grand Theft Auto 6, as we covered before on the podcast with the leaks and everything, which I think the trailer is supposed to come out here in the next week or so. The fifth, I think? Fifth or sixth? Sixth? Seventh? I don't know. One of those days. <laughs> I don't remember. It's the single digits. I do know that. December single digits. <laughs> but yeah, so for the fact that it Netflix is getting the game, I mean, I'm sure they paid Rockstar a crap ton of money to oh, yeah. get the rights to it for free on their platform for their thing, which I knew they had a gaming thing, but they've mainly just been doing like little tiny games here and there. They haven't done any major titles yet right so i mean that's good if you have the netflix gaming i still don't even know how to get it or how it works and well if you have netflix you're automatically enrolled you just have to download the game to your device so if you have it on i'm saying it in my way because i just got a smart tv so it would just automatically be on my tv for netflix uh not your tv your phone wait if your console or phone your phone i think it's only mobile so, devices so it's going to okay yeah mobile it's come up in that thing so it's going to work like an emulator at that point technically i guess um the only thing i've played from the netflix is um tmnt shredder's revenge they do have that on Netflix or whatever to play. So that's the only thing I've actually played on it. And uh, I think to, I just looked it up on Netflix's website and there was a link to download it, I believe. It was on my, not my ally, my uh, Odin. My ain't Odin. So it's an Android-based handheld. So it was pretty easy to download. Um... So, yeah, it says Netflix's video game division has some good news for Grand Theft Auto fans agonizing over the years long wait for the release of Grand Theft Auto 6's release. Netflix Games is rolling out Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy to Definitive Edition on the App Store, Google Play, and its own mobile app on December 14th. So maybe you can get it through the Google Play Store now. Anyway, uh, the company said Wednesday, the remastered trilogy, which has been optimized for mobile gameplay, includes three popular titles from the famous franchise, Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, according to statement. And I don't need the rest of it. So, um, <laughs> what I said was it's not coming to Netflix the way you would think it was when I say Grand Theft Auto is coming to Netflix. You would think that it's some kind of movie or TV show. No, it's the game. So, a lot of people don't even know Netflix has a gaming division at all, because it's not really that popular. Like I said, there's not many big games on there. The only one that I know of is Shredder's Revenge, because it's a fun game. But apparently, yeah, it's on, available in the App Store if you have an iPhone, Google Play Store if you have Android-based device. So, 
or on their mobile app, it says. So any of the three. So. There's a chance to get it for free. Because it's still... If you, if you have Netflix, like, then you can... Oh, it's probably full price, I would say. Well, I was literally just at Walmart before I got on here, so... I believe it was still priced at 50 bucks there. Yeah, yeah. Alright, Xbox CFO discusses Microsoft's strategy. For the future of gaming, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a weird take on... Which I, I know the world's evolving in the sense of it, but it's still just a weird take on it because Microsoft's strategy is to be as simple as possible. And it seems like they're probably going to be the next big company that starts laying off employees because they're going to start using AI for ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I got, got out of it. They're going to rely heavily on AI. So, like, games that are similar to each other, like the Forza games, they're going to use AI to fill in the gaps so they don't have to do as much work. So, yeah. Yeah, I just, like I said, I just predict they're going to have potential huge layoffs in the future. As long as they don't blame their consumer base, I'll, I mean, it's still not okay, but... That's just I mean, how the world I is. Know, yeah, they say companies and corporations at the end of the day... They're going to take gonna, the shortcuts and the cheapest route. I mean, that's just what they're going to do. Save the company the most money. Yep. I mean, it'd be nice if they could move the devs to another place, another game, or whatever, another studio, because they got a ton of studios now. They've bought a lot over the years, so maybe they could move them to them or something. I mean, really, that would kind of go downhill because a lot of their good, I mean, especially now since they got Activision Blizzard. A lot of their good-selling games are going to be repeat games. You got your, you know, Forza has two separate series. You got the Motorsport and you got Horizon. Yeah. So you got those titles. And then your Halos, you your Call, Call of Duty. Yeah, that's going to suck, but I know uh, the Halo franchise is already seeing some layoffs. Whoever makes Halo now, I can't remember what studio exactly it is inside three, Microsoft. Four, three? Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a number because we said 505. I was going to say 505, but that's not right. We just talked about them. I knew it was another number. Yeah, 343. Three. Yeah, we talked about them on here as well. But yeah, so uh, Xbox Chief Financial Officer and Corporate Vice President of Finance and Operations, Tim Stewart, spoke about the application of AI to the gaming business and acquisition of Activision Blizzard, the business model based on Game Pass, and how Microsoft measures success in gaming. Stewart also explained that the move to Game Pass Core from Xbox Live Gold was motivated by the idea that paying for multiplayer feels outdated. Um, yet, Microsoft has millions of people doing it, so they decided to migrate them into a Game Pass catalog. Um, I, I basically skipped the whole AI part because that was the main thing. I was just going to try to give everybody a reason why they got rid of Core. I mean, why they got rid of Gold and switched to Koi. Core came talk. And they also said that they, they didn't say it outright, but they implied, Stuart implied that they're going to get away from consoles. 
in the future and just focus on Game Pass. Just sell their Game Pass subscription to PlayStation, Nintendo, and other places that they want to get it on every screen they can. And so they're going to f basically focus on that instead of the console. I don't know if that's their plan. They're not going to release another ne next gen or if that's 20 years down the road. I don't know, but that was basically implied in one of his quotes. But, uh... Mm. That makes sense since they're trying to, especially still over here and not necessarily in the UK anymore, obviously, because of the cloud gaming rights. But, I mean, that does make sense to an extent, but, I mean, just think how much money they made off consoles. I mean, I know if you do everything cloud-based, you don't have to pay for anything, and people are just paying you to run the servers, and that's the only thing that you're maintaining is servers. So, I mean, I guess... It would make sense, especially I mean, if they are able to pass the PlayStation and Microsoft player. I mean, uh, Nintendo players. I mean, you gotta think. I would. I'm. Not, I don't know. I'm just guessing that more people have Game Pass than have Xboxes. Maybe not total Xboxes like Series X, Xbox One, and stuff like that. But I'm saying just the next generation console, Xbox Series S and X. I'd say more people have Game Pass than have those consoles specifically, which that's not really a I fair argument so. either because Xbox One exists too. But I'm just saying, like, I don't even play my Xbox anymore because I have a PC. I can play Game Pass on PC. And other people do that as well. And you don't even need a PC for Game Pass. You can get cloud gaming. You do it on your TV. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on any device, really. So you don't really need an Xbox anymore to play Xbox games, and I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. They save money by making consoles. You either get their return on it, but yet again, like you said, not many people have bought the Series X or S. No. I, mean, I still don't have one, and I am I might buy one eventually for collector's reasons when they're cheap and several years down the road, but I don't need it. I can play it on my phone, I can play it on my iPad, I can play it on PC, whatever. Because it's available on almost every device. Yeah. The only thing that sucks about playing on TV is what it always says beta the whole time, even though it's not a beta, it's a true thing. <laughs> yeah. I guess cloud gaming itself is in beta. It's always been in beta since they released It's still in beta, but... That's just a cloud gaming site. If you download it to your console or your PC, obviously it gets rid of it because you're not on the cloud gaming part anymore. Yeah. But yeah, so... I could see... I mean, I can see it coming sooner than later that they're not going to release consoles anymore because obviously they're... They're sticking with Game Pass. They're not going to get rid of it. If it comes between consoles or game pass going it's going to be the consoles that are going to go away because i mean to be realistic the only generation of xbox that's been crazy successful is the 360 era every other one hasn't yeah they've sold enough to keep going but the playstation 4 playstation 5 so far has outsold the past two generations so I don't know they might just get rid of it all together if they're because Japan 
Sony and Nintendo are Japan-based companies. So they Japan is a big gaming market, so they definitely sell more than the Xbox, obviously, because it's not from there. So that makes a big difference where your console's based out of. And yeah, so I just see Xbox going away from it sometime in the future. Obviously, the article says it in black and white, but... Well, it didn't come out and say it, but that was basically what he was referring to. And people have thought about it for years, since Game Pass became big. And for a business standpoint, it kind of makes sense, too. Yeah, how many $15 a month subscriptions can I sell, especially on different consoles, opposed to... I mean, as many games are on there, and with them buying Activision, it's a good deal. Because there's yeah. going to be a nice chunk of good games coming from Activision. And then there's just going to be more and more from other companies as well. Like EA. I mean, they kind of suck. But they do have some good games here and there. Uh, Capcom has some on there. There's just a bunch of companies that have some on there. Yeah, Tall Tale with all the Walking Dead series games. And, I mean, I know Tall Tale does different parodies and stories based on Minecraft and like Borderlands too. Right, yeah. And the game I haven't seen them on Game Pass yet, but like I said, I know that brand of, you know, that company is on there. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But that is all the time we have, guys. We appreciate you for listening or watching. And uh it feels good to be back. A little rusty, I couldn't talk worth anything, but uh it's alright. You got it. Uh, make sure to join our Discord or tr- follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, anything else? Twitch. Twitch. Watch us live on Twitch and YouTube. Twitch. You can listen to us on whatever plat- podcast platform out there. We're on all of them. Um, yeah, other than that. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. All right. Later, guys. <laughs>